In this Sikha, the Rebbe is going to discuss the three names that we have for Pesach. In Torah Shebeksav, it's referred to as Chagamatzois. In Davening, it's referred to as Zman Cheiruseinu, time of our freedom. And Razal often refer to it, and people refer to it as Pesach, Chaga Pesach. And the Rebbe says that the order of these three is exactly in that order. What's first and most important in the way we're going to view the Hoira from all of this is going to be the way Torah refers to it, Chag HaMatzois. Then we're going to move on to the way it's in Nusach HaTfila and Shekneses HaGdoila, so that's Zman Cheiruseinu. And the final stage in the Hoira of what we're going to be learning out is the way it's commonly referred to and also by Razal with the name Pesach. So the Rebbe says, in order to understand what these three names indicate in the order, in the particular order that we just said, and in bringing out what Pesach is all about, what the Rebbe says is, we're first going to have a look at the idea that we know that Yetzias Mitzrayim is a time that the Yidin are born as a nation. But the Rebbe says, it's not only the Yidin are born as a nation like Lahavdul we say about other nations, but rather the time of Yetzias Mitzrayim is a time the Yidin were transformed. They became like a new Mitzias, a new entity. An entity that's going to be ready to receive the Torah. The whole purpose of Yetzias Mitzrayim is the idea of Matan Torah. In other words, Yidin are going to be now capable and able to accept the Torah, the godly wisdom. The wisdom of Hashem that's completely higher and completely removed from the world. And this is what the three names are going to indicate. The order of what needs to happen in order for a Yid to, to leave his previous Metzias, who he was originally, become transformed into a person that's ready to accept Hashem's Torah. In order to explain this, the Rebbe first examines the order that needs to happen with a Talmud learning from his Rav. And we're speaking of here the kind of Talmud and a Rav that are completely removed from each other in the sense that the Rav is going to be giving something to the Talmud that's completely beyond anything that the Talmud would be able to achieve on his own. And the Rebbe says the order is three things need to happen. The Gemara says when a Talmud Chacham is sitting before his Rebbe, he needs to be sitting with awe, with reverence, with bitul is what we call it. In other words, this is because this person, this Talmud with his own koiches, with his own abilities, according to his own character currently, is a person that's not able to receive this awesome, amazing new idea. He first has to remove himself. From anything he was before, this we refer to as bitul. In other words, he has to become what the Chazal say, clay reikon machzik. Only an empty vessel could start receiving new ideas and new things. Then comes stage number two. He needs to now start working on using a seichel to really absorb, integrate, understand this new seichel that's being given to him. So although there was a concept of bitul, but he can't completely break himself, he needs to now, of course, get himself involved in the seichel at all, as well. And finally comes the level where the Talmud is koi inishadaiti rabbi, where he could completely lift himself up and come to the deep understanding of the Rav, how the Rav has it in his own mind. So these are the three things that need to be. Again, first the idea of bitul, the idea of Eimah and Yira, or in fear. Then comes the idea when the Talmud needs to go ahead and really get involved and understand the Seichel. And finally he'll come to stage number three, lifting himself up to the level of the Seichel of the Rav. Before continuing and going ahead and explaining how this all is related to the three names of Pesach that we said before, the Rebbe first makes some clarifications and answers some questions. 
First of all, the Rebbe says we have a question where the Gemara says that Rabba, before he would go and teach us Talmudim, he would say a humorous remark, something funny, the Chachamim would laugh, and only then would they sit in awe and fear. Now seemingly, this is exactly the opposite of what we said before. We said first needs to come the Bittul, and then the Talmud gets involved with his Seichel. Here we're seeming to say, first there needs to be the enjoyment, the laughing, the Talmud should become more of a keli to be able to receive, and then they're going to be sitting in, in awe and fear. So the Rebbe says, the Pshat is, what we were talking about before, is the order already once we are involved in receiving the new Seichel, that's when you first need to have the Bittul sitting in awe and fear, removing ourselves from anything that we had to do with before, which is the first stage, Bittul, then comes the next stage where I'm trying to understand it, etc. But when we said that Rabbah would say a humorous idea, a funny thing before beginning to learn, this is an introductory stage that comes way before the actual Seichel itself. In other words, this is making that the Talmud should even be interested and willing to be a Makabal to be able to accept or receive anything. But once we start the actual process of learning, then the Bittul needs to come first. The Rebbe says, this will also be the Pshat in the famous Maimar Azal that says, You first need to push away with the left hand, and then with the right hand you're being Makarev, which of course on the one hand means you need to use the weaker hand to push away, to be strict and so on, and the stronger hand to be Makarev to bring close. But what seems a bit strange of it is he's saying smoil needs to come first. The left needs to come first. How does that fit with, fit with what we said that Rabbah would first say a, a humorous thing? Also, doesn't right always come before the left? And furthermore, the Rebbe says, one of the examples that the Gemara says about smoil doicha and yimin mikarevis, it says that's the way we need to act with a child. But one second, with a child, don't we say that we first give him sweets and we get him interested in learning, then we'll become strict with him, etc. So the Rebbe says, based on what we said before, it's perfectly understood. The smoil doicha means once we're already involved in the learning. Of course, and that's what comes first. But as an introduction to all of that, of course you first need to give the sweets, you need to say something nice, you need to try to bring them in. So this is only as a general introduction. But again, the main point is that once we're getting involved in the hashpa, once we're already trying to make that transformation, then again, the three stages are first the bitul, the idea of the fear, the awe, or breaking myself from what I was before, then starting to integrate the new ideas into my seichel, and then I'll be able to come back up, up to the highest level of the seichel of the Rav. Says the Rebbe, these are the three things that happen by Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim as well. And Matan Torah. The first thing in order for a Yid to receive the Torah, there needs to be the idea of Bittul. There needs to be the idea of Avoidah. You need to work like a servant. Which is the idea of Bittul. On the other hand, says the Rebbe, the idea isn't about breaking the person and losing himself completely. On the contrary, what you're making is that Avoidah becomes who you really are. That's the real Metzius of a Yid is Torah and Mitzvahs. Like fish in the water. And this is similar, says the Rebbe, the Rebbe like the idea we know about Avoidas Perech. Avoidas Perech is when you're doing something that you're not used to. The men were given the jobs of the women. It's just because you're not used to it. And therefore the same thing over here. 
Torah needs to become and really is what the Yid is in truly his real essence, who he really is, and therefore, when he's not acting in the way of Torah, that's the Avoidas Perach. When he's acting in the way of Torah, that's Ein Lecha Ben Chayr, and he's a real free man because he feels this is his real Metzias. So this is stage number two. Again, the first stage was the Nas of Anishma, hard Avoidah, but the second stage is recognizing that Torah is who I am, that's my real Metzias. And finally, through Matan Torah, you get to the highest level where the Yid is going completely out of any of the limitations of creations and becoming part of Hashem Himself, united with Hashem. Says the Rebbe, these are the three names, and in that order of Chagap Matzois, Zman Chayrusenu, and Chagap Pesach. Matzah is the idea of bitul. We all know that the idea of matzah is the opposite of rising and, be, and being holding oneself high, etc. Is the idea of bitul. So that's stage number one that's needed. Chayrusenu is representing the idea of the true freedom of a yid when we feel that our real mitzvahs is Torah, is mitzvahs. And finally, Pesach is the idea of skipping, jumping out, completely out of all of our limitations and becoming one with Hashem. Says the Rebbe, one of the Ahirois over here is that we know that on the one hand, the Alta Rebbe tells us the beginning of Avoidah is Yira, Kabbalah, Soil, Fear, or Kabbalah, Soil, Avoidah, Sevet. But at the same time, it should never be in a way that it's breaking you and crushing you and making you sad. Yes, in certain cases, we need to use some of this bitterness and breaking our hearts to break the clippers that are trying to get in our way. But this is all only to deal with a clipper. But a Yid Be'etzem is Shaykh only to Simcha. And never to, to breaking chas v'shalom of, of oneself. The Rebbe says, we know there's a famous story that the Alter Rebbe had a snuff box. The Alter Rebbe removed the cover of the snuff box to use as a mirror to adjust his tefillin. And one time when this was being said in front of the Tzamech Tzedek, someone said the Alter Rebbe broke off the cover. Tzamech Tzedek said, one second, it's not possible the Alter Rebbe broke anything. My grandfather's in you was not to break. Probably there was something connecting the cover and the box and the Alter Rebbe disattached it to be able to use it. The Rebbe says, why? What's wrong with breaking it if you're doing it for a mitzvah? Because in Kedusha, generally, there's no such concept of breaking. Sometimes we have to deal with a klipa in that way. And therefore, yes, on the one hand, we have the Yireh and Kabbalah soil, the Bittul. But at the same time, it's being done with a tremendous chayis and a tremendous geshmak, because the Yid feels this is his real freedom and his real mitzvah.